2: Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you.
1: Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have beauty school, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s and learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different
2: also we're a lot of fun and we have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too so why not talk about all things beauty under
1: one black and jewish roof plus we'll be answering listener questions so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com all right guys let's jump into the show Oh hey guys, hey, it's Elizabeth and Alex.
2: <laughs> I hate when you decide not to sing. With I was me. fucking with you. I, I know. I really hate You're giving me
1: the dirtiest look. So I'm
2: like, don't just leave me out here, girl. Don't just leave me out here. <laughs> Tone deaf. It's okay. You, can't you gave me this look like any any
1: nope, any day nope. now. Nope. It's right, fine. Sing with me, just right? Leaving me
2: out here. It's all right. I get it. I get it. It's been a long day.
1: No, just like my voice is not very nice. It's beautiful. They love it. Mm-hmm. They tune in every week just for that Shapiro. I'm sure they, the second Mira. they hear singing, they fast forward. <laughs> 30
2: <laughs> seconds, 30 seconds. Just tell me about the brows. Guys, oh, we got another God. beauty school episode for you this week. We got part de los brows. I'm very excited. We're telling you about all the products, the makeups, the things. So you can, you know, not look crazy when you try and do your brows. Let's do our beauty baddie moment of the week first. It's the same for both of us.
1: Oh, my beauty baddie of the uh, moment of the week is that I've been trying to make sure that... <laughs> sounds silly, but when I lotion my body, putting it on my back, it takes more effort to do that. How do you do it? I just reach as much as I can on the top and on my lower. Proud of you. Because I had this weird vision where I was just <laughs> like... my I'm older and my skin looks great on my body except my back's all like wrinkly and fucked up because I never... <laughs> Moisturized it. And it always gets the most sun. I was going to say, you also have a little sunburn action right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to piggyback onto this back action. I got another back brush. Loving it. So I'd be scratching my back, scratching my toes. That um, parlayed into me deciding I needed to do a foot and hand treatment. So, I was tired of looking at my your feet. Your hands look
1: beautiful. I see them right now.
2: Thank you. They don't, okay, beautiful is pushing it for these As beautiful as, as they hands. can look. Thank no, you I'm so kidding, much. They don't feel like man hands anymore. And they're not just peeling. Well, they're still peeling a little bit. But I recommend a body treatment. If you guys can, if you can get out there and get maybe a hand treatment, maybe a foot treatment. Next, I'm going to get a manicure and a pedicure because your girl's <gasps> trash and it's probably been five years. Ooh, we need to go get pedicure. You got to do that. I think it's going to make me feel real, real nice. So my beauty baddie moment of the week is um, remembering that I'm a baddie that deserves not scaly hands. Yeah. Also, I saw a man today with extremely ashy uh, knees. You and I saw him together.
1: They were very ashy. Also, fifty-two degree day in New York City. It was only fifty-two degrees for maybe an hour. Why are your knees out? Why do I see your knees, sir? It's not
2: really knee time. No, men love to wear shorts when it's still freezing. They do. It's a thing. And I was like, I'm not trying to be a hater because that it me underneath my pants. But you're not but showing them. I'm not showing them, sir. Not showing them. So that's it. I've been putting on lotion all week. Been uh, trying to make my hands nice, my feet nice, mm. and my friend Shapiro's back in town. My beauty baddie moments of the week. Oh, you missed me. I missed you so much. I, I missed you. you, dude. You know that. You know, it's like, can we talk, please? <laughs> it's like you couldn't talk to me. It was just don't talk to me about work. I know it's true, but I was just trying to leave you alone. Because you need to, like, be away from New York. We all do a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Anyway, so now, I'm like, anyway, let's move on from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Guys, brown makeup.
1: So. I'm excited for this. Yeah. What are your opening thoughts? Talk, Tell the people. My opening thoughts is that brow makeup is forever evolving mm-hmm. and so i feel like i'm always learning totally don't you feel way? yeah i still don't know i love living
2: in new york because our clients they're either clueless or they're too clued in and i'm like what is this in your face tell me everything and they're like oh you know i work for whoever and this is our new whatever and so we're constantly learning about new products and also people people could do a brow here
1: it's true Yeah. I see some great brows. Tons. Like filled in brows. Yes.
2: So, okay. I think that there's two things we need to talk about. I think we need to talk about brow products and brow tools. Yes. Because both are very important for what we're going to be doing, I guess. And I think that having like the wrong either one is what makes people look crazy. If they're not blending properly, if they're using too heavy of a hand, if the tool that they're using is picking up too much product— all of these things is what leads to um, Groucho Marx looking bitches. Yes. I mean, if that's your look on purpose, that's fine. Look, at yeah, are not haters. I, Every, totally. Like, avant-garde brows, love them. But if you don't want that look, which a lot of girls are just like, I didn't mean to end up here. We're going to help you out a little bit.
1: I will just say I love tinted brow gels. Yes. That's just my go-to when it comes to brow makeup because it's easy.
2: Yes. Let's start with the easiest and move our way to hardest. Yeah. So this is novice level. This is I've never done shit to my brows ever before in my life. Mm -hmm. I want to start doing something. Yes.
1: Even before that, I'll tell you my favorite clear brow gel. Mm. I feel like clear brow gels are good for most people. It Mm -hmm. just keeps your brows tamed. You can kind of shape them out with the clear brow gel if they're looking a little unruly. This is not a problem that a lot of people have. But for me, I have an issue with brow gels getting flaky on my brows Mm. and it's usually hours into the day and I look at myself and like that looks disgusting it looks like I have dandruff on my eyebrows Mm -hmm. I just feel like I tried so many and it's just I'll go to Sephora and someone will be like no no this one's great it never flakes and it always fucking flakes oh wow however for whatever reason I had never tried the Anastasia clear brow gel I feel like it kind of gets pushed under the rug.
2: I'm going to I'm going to take a stand right now. And I was a little bit of a Anastasia Beverly Hills hater, I think, too, just because because she is the original. Yes, because she created the product. And it was trendy. I think when things get too trendy, we're contrarians, you and I. Yes. Yes. So I just was like, fuck that. Exactly. I'll find something else. The same thing I said to you last week. I was like, I found the best brow uh, brush that I've ever used in my life. I've since lost it. I'm so mad. I've (laughs) got to buy a fucking another one now. Literally like two weeks ago. I bought it two weeks ago specifically for this episode. It's ridiculous. But I was like, this is why this woman revolutionized this industry. Because the tools are incredible. The products are incredible. Like the same way for the SPF episode. We were like, look, this is just going to be super goop heavy. We're just going to put it up there at the top. I'm going to say the same thing with Anastasia Beverly Hills. We're going to be standing this bitch a little bit, but there's a reason for it. Yes.
1: So her clear brow gel, I think, is the best. Also, they sell two sizes. There's a mini one that's $9. Ooh. Ooh. So if you're not sure about it or you just don't want to spend the $22 on the big one, get the mini. It's great. It's not going to give you a cement-like hold. If you want that, you have to get the 24-hour benefit brow gel, which flakes So much on me, but Mm -hmm. other people, it's fine. Um, But it gives just the right amount of hold. It lasts all day. It doesn't flake. And I feel like even in the tiny bottle, you get a good amount of product out of it. It'll last a while. Nice. Um, So that's like for the novice novice. Yes. Beyond that are tinted brow gels, which I love. Yes. Because it'll do the same thing that a clear brow gel does, but it adds a little color. Yes. So whether you need to um, just fill in sparse areas Which it won't do if you have big, sparse areas, but it'll fill in a little bit. And depending on the product, it can volumize each hair, which Mm -hmm. is really nice. Yeah.
2: The reason that I love tinted brow gel is because it's the easiest. You don't have to draw the shape. You don't have to think about what you're doing. You literally just run the brush through your hairs and it just brings, Mm -hmm. especially if you've never put color in your face before, you're just going to be like, oh my God, I have eyebrows. Especially if you're blonde girl. If you're blonde... And you were like see-through blonde and you're listening to this right now. We're changing your life. Yes. We're about to change your life right now.
1: Okay. I'll tell you my two favorite tinted brow gels. Okay. Number one is the Hourglass Brow Volumizing Fiber Gel because it does um, give that like fibrous... Th- that It's like microfiber infused. Mm-hmm. So it'll thicken the hairs.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: Or at least make them appear thicker.
2: Yeah. So if you're growing them in.
1: Yeah. It's really nice. And it has just good color payoff without being too much. And... Also, what I like is the little brush. There's never too, too much product on it. Mm-hmm. I find with some tinted brow gels, there's so much you have to wipe half of it off. It's yeah. just a mess. Or the brush is just way too big. Yeah, yeah, like it's just messy. You need a tiny, tiny brush. Yeah. Yeah, so I love this. Also, the colors are nice and neutral and cool toned. Mm. So there's no like overly warm tones. So it's easy, If especially if you're someone who just has trouble color matching. Mm-hmm. It's pretty foolproof. Mm-hmm. They have a shade that I feel like can be pretty universal. It's called Soft Brunette. Mm. And... It's just that. It's a soft brown that's quite cool toned. So even a darker blonde could use it and it won't be crazy. Mm -hmm. But even someone with very dark brows could use it and it'll kind of blend right in. It's interesting. Yeah.
2: I think the cool and warm... I'm glad that you brought that up. I think a lot of people are probably a little bit confused by those two terms. If you're not a creative or if you don't do makeup for a living or if you don't do makeup at all. So what we're referring to is are the undertones in your skin and also the undertones that are in the makeup. And so the undertones is if you look at the palms of your hands, I think that's probably like the best way to, to find out generally. But you can tell. like If you have very, very fair skin, generally, you're going to see a lot of red in your skin because you your skin is just lighter so you can see more of the blood vessels. And so that's going to be somebody that's a little bit what we call warmer toned because it's going to be closer to reds. Somebody who's cooler toned is going to be closer to blues. So darker skin types for sure. Um, olive skin types are going to be more uh, n- uh, cool whereas like yellow skin types would be considered more warm so with that being said if you're a warm skin type and you put a warm color on top of that in your brows you're going to look orange because it's so much warmth because the warmth in the brown is going to have lots of yellows or it's going to have lots of reds and so that's when you're going to kind of look like angry birdie so you kind of have to play with your um your undertones and also the tones of the makeup to be able to, and then like as Alex and I are just starting to learn, it gets a little bit even more tricky. And if there's any professional makeup artists out there that want to shout us out because I'm doing saying this wrong, please do. But professional makeup on photo shoots always runs warm because when you take photos, photos run cool. And so then, they need to run warm so that it neutralizes in the photo. And so oftentimes people will say like, oh, well benefit runs very warm. Like why does it run so warm? That's used more for professional makeup artists. Whereas my favorite brow products, which is Damone Roberts, they tend to run on the cooler side, even though he works with celebrities. He doesn't necessarily work editorial. His celebrity work is more like red carpet. Like it's just not as like picture perfect. And so, that's
1: my assumption anyway as to why things run more cool. I think that makes sense. Cool tone things are more foolproof to me also, yeah. which is why a lot I say this soft brunette color can be... Totally. I, I'm not going to say it's fully universal, but it's more on the foolproof side because mm-hmm. it's so... Yeah, cool, cool runs more neutral. More neutral, yeah. yeah. For sure. You can't really fuck it up. You, exactly. And I think the best thing, what I'll usually tell people when they're using a tinted brow gel, is to just be on the safe side when you apply it, not to start at the front, to start at your arch... Towards your tail because that's usually where you tend to need a little more color, where you have a little more sparseness naturally. Yeah. And then finish off at the front when you don't have as much product on the brush. So you don't get that like harsh look on the front of your brow. Yeah. So with that being said, I I kind of just wanna go over, I know we talked about brow anatomy before, but
2: I'd really (laughs) like to talk really quickly about what Alex is describing is your brow hair patterns. And so if you think of your front of the brow, we talked about the brow, the anatomy of a brow before, your front's gonna go from the bridge of your nose to the um, front or outer iris. your entire iris, I would say, is probably going to be your arch. And from the outer iris to the outer corner is going to be your tail. And so the fronts of your brows either grow straight up or they start growing curved in. So, But for the most of us, they come straight up. And because they're coming straight up, they're not overlapping each other. So you can see your skin underneath. Hence what Alex was saying was your brows naturally aren't as dense for most of us in the front. If your brow hairs start by going inward, they are going to be more dense because of what I'm going to say next, is that as we get to your tail, the hairs themselves actually turn and they go from going straight up to going overlapping over one over another. And the overlapping effect is what's building density. That's what's giving the brow through the middle looking thicker. Once you get to your tail, they come back one over another they're not overlapping they're more water falling over and that's why everybody's tail is just, is going to be thinner you're going to see more of your flesh your skin underneath and so this is why for a more quote-unquote natural brow and you see this kind of now in like the ombre brow style or even just any natural brow style generally it's going to be lighter in the front and darker through the middle and the tail. Because your natural brow pattern, the hair pattern itself, for most people, ethnicities, is going to fall like that. Again, I actually have one brow starts going straight up, one brow starts going in. Me too.
1: You do too? I notice it on a lot of clients, right? A lot, Yeah, a lot of people do have that. Yeah. I think this is also just the point of, like, you don't need to make your brows so perfect You just need to make them look good.
2: Well, because what the fuck is perfect?
1: We're all so different. Because perfectly symmetrical isn't necessarily good because our faces are not perfectly symmetrical.
2: We never promise perfect symmetry here because that's an impossible feat. Your your face isn't perfectly symmetrical. We promise perfect balance. We're going to use your facial features and what you have on your face so that it looks through balance. You find symmetry. But it's never going to be perfect. And when people yes. start to use that word perfect around here, I immediately get a distaste in my life and in my life, in my mouth. And it's like you <laughs> in, my life. in my life. No, but it's just like you're putting a standard. Yeah. I'm always like back up. I'm yeah. not making your
1: eyebrows perfect. No,
2: you're putting a standard on me that I, I can't achieve. And if right. you're looking for perfection, then girl, you better get up off this bed. I'm sorry. I can't promise you that.
1: Right. OK. My second favorite brow gel. Yes. That I was introduced to the hourglass one. I've been using for a long time Um is Kosas. I think that's how it's pronounced. Oh, But it's called the Air Brow Tinted Clean Volumizing Gel. And it's also another one that kind of thickens the hairs or makes the hairs appear thicker. I never knew that there were brow gels like this. I love yeah, this. Yeah, the microfiber. Yeah, they're awesome. That is really awesome. Um, They also have a color. It's called soft brown mm-hmm. similar to the soft brunette one from Hourglass where it's pretty neutral it describes it on the website as a light brown slash dark blonde mm-hmm. but I have dark brows and I use it on mine and it blends in nice because it's so fucking neutral oh nice yeah it's really nice So, and you've
2: got big enough brows that if you went any darker it would look it would just look too harsh like brow marks yeah, yeah that's
1: a good tip if you have dark brows and you're not sure what to do but you yes. feel like you need a little something is to go with a color like this it'll just blend in nice and give them a little oomph instead yeah. of making them them look really harsh unless you want them to look. Well, harsh. that's something
2: else that we should say in terms of choosing a color. I think that a good rule of thumb is to go a little bit darker than your natural hair color. Like if you're, you know, if you're a blonde, yes, your brow hairs are probably blonde, but that means that they're invisible. Yeah, you want to see them, so you're yes. gonna have to go a little bit darker than your natural color. And I think that that's fair with most with any hair shade, unless except black hair, of course, very very dark brown. Um, where there are soft blacks that look really beautiful, um, Damone Roberts makes a soft black called Miss Ross, named after Diana Ross, and it's really, really I lovely. Love but what I've learned is that unless you are a very dark skinned person and like you need the, the soft black to even have the colors show up, black is generally used for nighttime and like a dark brown is generally used for daytime. Just in terms of like a look and so that you're not Mm. so, so harsh. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Even with a lot of my Asian clients, I'll find that they prefer to do like a taupe than a soft black. And it looks really, really lovely. But I think it's just it's very harsh, the
1: black. Yeah. I think um, if you go to Sephora for products, use those little spoolies that they have. Yes. And test it on yourself. Okay,
2: guys. Also, you've got to blend That is the secret. We haven't even continued through the product line, but that's the biggest secret of any makeup, specifically brows. You have to blend and you have to build color and you have to use a soft hand. You are going to want to go in harsh, making very hard lines, and you're going to look crazy.
1: That's why the tinted brow gel is great, but you yes. still have to go in soft. You still have to blend. <laughs> you still have to go in and soft. And you still have to take a, yeah. an empty
2: mascara wand afterwards and blend because it's yeah. going to be too much. You have to remove what's too much, and also you want it to be soft. You I want will to say it.
1: with both of these products, I don't have that issue if I apply with a soft hand. There's just the right amount on the brush. Okay, you're still professional that's true but I'm just saying that's why I like these okay, because fair. there isn't globs of product but yes please apply with a light hand people blend
2: at Shapiro's <laughs> right blend, but just blend. if you're listening to this and you're like I've never used brow makeup before blend girl take off more than you put on when
1: in doubt blend
2: even looking at pictures from like three years ago doing my brows I'm like it's too much girl that is too much
1: they look filled in they look filled in yeah.
2: yes exactly mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna let you talk about pencils and powders oh my god because i feel like i i will talk about my favorite pencil but i'll let you i feel like you're better with them
2: well i feel like you know what we were saying with different brow products give different looks and i love i also love tinted brow gel because it gives the most natural easy effortless look Pencils and powders are um, your bachelor's and your master's degree, I would Mm-mm. say. Pencils because you have to have some semblance of what the shape of the brow that you want to make is before going in there. Because pencil really creates definition. Pencil is there to create sharper lines. To You can use it to fill in. Um, but it's really there to create shape. Powder is really there to create dimension. Because powder, so whereas pencil goes on your skin, powder goes in your hairs. And so you put the powder on your skin theoretically, but when you do it correctly, you begin to blend the powder through your brows, move the pigment through your brows, and it's really your brow hairs that are going to start to catch the pigment and build up. So if you have uh, sparse brows, if you have thinner brows... If you just like want a very defined, very angled look, a brow pencil is probably what you want, but it's going to take practice to get where you want to go. Because, again, you've got to blend, blend, blend to make it look natural. Yeah. The thing with pencil also is that you can play with it to then go in and make hair strokes. You know, there's a lot of great pencils these days. Like um, Anastasia uh, Brow Wiz is like a fan favorite for sure. My biggest issue with it is that it has too much plastic. Like mm. it's a mechanical pencil. Oh yeah. Which I hate just for that reason. But the pencil itself is very, very thin. You can really nice. work with it. It's a pretty it's like more foolproof. It's more foolproof. The crayon is nice and soft, and that's the other thing with pencil, I think, is you want to make sure that the lead is soft enough
1: that you can move the pigment. Yeah, you don't have to like drag it on your skin.
2: Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing with brow makeup, with like any type of makeup. Is like blending. I get. I keep saying blending, but it's just like not having harsh lines. Soft. Soft. And you want the pigment to move when you when you use your brush to pull the pigment through your brow, not coloring your whole brow. And then, Yes. you know what I mean?
1: I think it's also important, especially with a pencil, to focus on the areas that you're like, okay, you bought the pencil because you have areas to fill in, right? Yes. So focus on that and let the rest of it just be blending in. Yes. Instead of like using it. The same way across the whole brow, if that makes sense. Shapiro, you said it
2: perfectly. Yes. I should put up a pencil tutorial, but I don't really do my brows like this anymore. So I don't know. I I don't. Yeah. But there's a way that you can do it well and really defined, but you've got to know your shape. You've got to have a really good idea of what the fuck you're doing. It's not for novices.
1: If you go to a great brow artist, or if you find a great brow artist, you should bring your makeup with you. Yes, and let them help you um, fill them in properly. Yes,
2: and also color matching. That's why we were talking about color matching before because it's so important. Like I hate seeing like a beautiful woman with like I don't know. I see that you're trying, but it's just like you look crazy, girl. Because you've got like a like a taupe powder on a black brow and you think that it's blending for some reason. The same reason that we thought if we pulled a razor right down the middle of our face, it wouldn't take... It would only get the unibrow (laughs) hair. Exactly. We we trick ourselves (laughs) into believing whatever the fuck we want to believe. So, 100%. Bring your your um, brow makeup in with you, and have and your brow artist will probably be so giddy to play with your makeup. And Definitely. Show you what to do. Definitely. So, with that being said, next level, your master's degree. <gasps> Wait, real quick,
1: I want to talk about a pencil that <gasps> I really like. Oh, yes.
2: Oh, I didn't tell them my favorite pencil. Oh, it's back to Damone Roberts. I know I keep shouting. I like that, that pencil a lot. I like it a lot because it's a wooden pencil.
1: Well priced.
2: It's well priced. I think it's like $18 or something. Again, cool colors, really, really soft lead. It's very—the pigment is very uh, highly pigmented, so you have to use a soft hand. You have to have a really, really sharp pencil. The tool works on its own. You don't have to, like, force the tool to work. I guess that's the other thing is, like, let your tools do their job. Don't force them into doing something they don't want to do, if that makes sense.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was taught about this pencil when I was in aesthetic school by my um, makeup instructor. And it's this Maybelline pencil that's been around forever— but definitely was overlooked because again, like brows, filling them in with a proper brow product hasn't always been a thing. I forget the actual name of it, but it is a red pencil. It comes with two in a package. Of course, of course I
2: was already picturing it as you were saying this. I was picturing this. Yeah, yes.
1: it is a classic. The packaging mm-hmm. is. I don't think it's ever changed. But the shade blonde is again a really cool to neutral tone that can work on almost any brow unless your brow needs a lot of filling in then it's not going to blend properly mm. but if you just have little sparse areas you need to fill in it's really nice is it the softest lead no Mm-mm. so what i do is i'll put it next to my skin and my hand to warm, warm it up, up a little
2: bit yeah. before i
1: apply it and then it's fine
2: i think also you could do like a blow dryer or something maybe for 30 seconds yeah
1: i put it like next to the radiator <laughs> yeah. yeah all of these things but it's very inexpensive and i think a good like intro for people yeah, if they're kind of wary.
2: Totally. If you want to just start messing around. Yeah. That's the other thing, girls. Don't do this for the first time the night of like the biggest date of your life. (laughs) The night that you have to do like a, a, you know what I mean? A Zoom for a million people. Yeah. You need to practice. Take your Saturday night, your Friday night, your Tuesday night, whatever, have a glass of wine and just spend time practicing doing this and know that you're going to look crazy first couple times. And look for
1: some, if you have a product you bought, look for some tutorials on YouTube and find someone with an aesthetic that is similar to yours. Okay, I'm glad that you said that because Mm -hmm.
2: that's how I first learned how to do my brows. It was a a YouTube tutorial. And that actually, aside from Quissy Dao, really opened my eyes to... Well, that's when people started looking at me and be like, girl, who the fuck did your brows? And I was like, oh, me? This girl?
1: (laughs) Now let's talk powders. Okay, so powder.
2: Powder adds Density. Powder adds volume. Powder is going to make your brows look huge. If you have sparse brows, but there's like lots of hair, it's going to be great for you. Here's the thing. You have to have a great brush, a very, very um, precise, I guess I should say, brush. The one that I just discovered is Anastasia Beverly Hills. I think it's 7B. It's a really, really thin angled brush that, that just sounds really nice. Oh, I showed it to you. Do you remember before I lost mm-hmm. it? As I saw brow artists working with this like years ago on Instagram, but they were all Anastasia Beverly Hills like artists. So I was like, OK, of course, you're going to say this is the best brow brush ever. But you can draw hair strokes with it. It's that thin, you know, like you can really be precise. And in your eyebrows, the difference between looking crazy and looking beautiful is like. A millimeter. You know, it's so small. Yeah. It's like such a small amount that you need a really precise tool. Would you say, just
1: because I'm not as well versed in brow p- powders, would you say that it works better if you're like doing a full face of makeup or can you wear it? Like, I feel like with a tinted brow gel or even just like a little bit of pencil, you can kind of use it even if you're not wearing a bunch of other makeup. Yeah. I think with anything, it's like you can build, but I think that
2: you just have to have a soft hand and you have to be willing to blend take away practice that's the thing with the powder i think that's the most difficult is it it's very easy to look very sloppy because you have to continuously clean up it's it's powder so as much as you're blending little particles are going off into places mm-hmm. that you it's like using a q-tip cleaning exactly. the exactly cleaning mm-hmm. the edges going back over then adding more than taking away it's a lot of building to make it look ah this is why i don't usually
1: Sprout powder, I'm lazy. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. But it looks really nice when
2: people do it right. Yeah, when it's done right. Exactly. But you gotta, you have to have the right tools. You have to have patience. You have to have the right color. Yeah, it takes time, I think. Unfortunately, people sell people on powders Way too often. Like so many girls come in, like, Yeah, this girl sold me on a
1: powder and I hate the way that I know, It's like that's the last thing to really recommend. No, that's why I'm saying this is your master's degree. I'm like, I'd say it's the last thing to recommend, yes, that's what we're saying. <laughs>
2: um, maybe even your PhD. Maybe you would doctor by the time you get to powder. I yeah, don't know. I just feel like to look good. I'm saying like to, to look like at what you and I um accept as
1: <laughs> yeah. good. You know? And just to make it easy for yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't use, I mean, look, I, these days I stick with a tint and a shape. I don't, and I do a clear brow gel every day. Yeah. And that's what it. clear
1: brow gel do you use? I use Damone
2: Roberts all over. Oh, uh, Damone. And I should say also that I choose to use Damone Roberts because he's a black artist and he's mm-hmm. the only. Um, black brow makeup artist that I know that's working at the level that he's working at. And so his clients are like Beyonce and Oprah and, you know, like all of uh, black A-list celebrities. And so, of course, I want to support my
1: people. He's very sassy. I follow him on Instagram. He's very sassy. I follow him on Instagram. I'm
2: afraid to reach out because like I don't want to cross that. Like, I just want to enjoy using his products. I'm afraid that, like, the sass might make me think otherwise. But they make great product. I really, really love their product, um, and I recommend it to everybody. I think that they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh,
1: I want to shout out. This is a product, though, that I've never actually used, but I've heard great things about it. It's the NYX Tinted Brow Gel. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a really good price point. All right. NYX, that it's sold at the drugstore. Um, I've heard that it's a dupe for some other higher-end tinted brow gels. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know.
2: Whenever people talk about dupes, I don't really understand... Okay, so when we're talking about um, fashion and we're talking Mm -hmm. about knockoffs, I get it that you want it. You're tricking people into
1: believing that it actually is a Gucci or whatever. Oh, this is more just finding something cheaper or a dupe if something's discontinued.
2: So is it like the color that they're looking for?
1: I'm not sure. Probably the color and texture.
2: Because with makeup, I feel like it's a quality. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's color and texture. And I feel like NYX seems to kind of hit the spot with like texture of things. Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got you. So I think that's more of what it is. I think it also has that, like, microfiber Ooh. Uh, volumizing. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to kind of shout that out as, like, a little underdog yeah. tinted brow gel that maybe I'll try one day.
2: Um, we should go to the drugstore and just pick it up for...
1: I've tried looking for it. Well, What's... I don't know. I've kind of gone I've gone to the CVS. <laughs> Are you just making this product? No, no. That... It really does exist.
2: Um, also, you know oh, about okay. CVS. I told you. We, we don't go into CVS. We
1: don't go into CVS. Um... And
2: then, of course, there's Glossier, but I feel like that's kind of the fan favorite. Everybody knows about Glossier. It's not a product that I've honestly ever used. But... I've used
1: it a lot, actually. Yeah? Because when I first—this was a while back when it first came out, and it was, like, kind of my first foray into tinted brow gels. Because up until then, I really only used that Maybelline pencil uh-huh. and a tinted brow gel—a um, clear brow gel. And— Fair. I guess they didn't really— I thought that it was good because I had nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Once I compared it to other things, I was like, I don't like it. That's just my personal opinion. Totally. I'll tell you why. I think the biggest thing is that so much product comes out onto the brush. I knew
2: you were going to say that. I've never even used it, and I knew that was the product. The brush is huge, also, I think, the brush head.
1: It's a mess. And. I don't remember that. I just remember that I would have to wipe so much off. It just seemed like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. It would use up really fast, probably because I was wiping half of it off. Using so much, right? And I just feel like they only had three color options. I think maybe now they have more. Mm -hmm. But that was very hard for me. Like the brown was too heavy for my brows. Right. The blonde was like a little too light that it didn't blend in well. Mm. It just kind of sat on the hairs, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. So that was just like a personal thing. I know lots of people love it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But also the people who love it, that's the only product they've used. They've never really used any other brow products. Like I used to use X, Y, and Z and now I'm a Glossier enthusiast. Yes. Which is fine. I think there's something, look, there's a place for everything.
1: People love it as an intro. Hey, it was a good way also to kind of introduce natural brow makeup. Totally. Because up until that point, it was more of like a done brow that wasn't really attainable for a lot of people. Totally. So I'm not mad at it.
2: No. I showed it in a whole new uh, era.
1: Yeah. And I'm not even talking shit on it. That was just for me. It works for other people. Emily Weiss, you a baddie. You want to come on the show, girl? We talked yes, all please. about
2: your glossier, revolutionary everything. Come yes. on, girl. We you. Pretty sure you're my <laughs> age. I'm not really sure how I feel
1: about that. <laughs> um, That's all I have to say about brow makeup. I think,
2: you think that that's all that I have to say about brow makeup. But I do maybe have some stories to tell.
1: I will say real quick, um, in our last brow episode, we were talking about brow growth serums. We've talked about them before. Um, But just to name our favorites, I really love Rapid Brow. Also, I use it sometimes just as my brow gel. It doesn't have as much of a hold as like the Anastasia one, but it can be used like that, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Especially if I forget to use it at night and I just use it in the morning. Do you want to tell them your favorite? I love New Brow.
2: New Brow is my jam. It's um, N-E-U, I believe. Um, or N-U-E whatever look it up but
1: uh, I <laughs> clearly these companies are not paying us
2: I know obviously <laughs> they should be I've given them so much money from clients I'm like yeah once you get our name right bitch I know honestly but I I really, really love this product. I still use it even though the reason that I began using it, which was to see if it could actually fill in some holes. Oh, it did. That's long gone. But I still use it just to, like, make sure everything's nice and fluffy, nice and beautiful. Keep the brow hair strong. Keep your brow hair strong. Mm -hmm. And this shit works. I think I told the story of this girl who came in and she let her uh, roommate wax her brows during the pandemic. Yes. And homegirl came in, not even with one and a half brows, with... A half and three quarters of a brow. I was like, are you still friends? (laughs) Long story short, the next time I saw her was maybe three months later. And I'm awful with names. If you come in here and I ask you if you've met before, I apologize. As soon as you lay down, I'm going to know exactly who the fuck you are because brows are like fingerprints to me. And I looked at her and I was like, I think this is the girl from before, but there's no way that this girl has this much brow now. And so she lays down and as we're talking, I'm like, you're the girl with the roommate who waxed off her brows, right? And she's like, yes, girl, that new brow is the shit. So it's awesome. It's really life-changing. I honestly haven't had a client that was like, actually, no, that's not true. I had one client who had an allergic reaction. I always have to tell people that because as a sensitive bitch, I'm allergic to everything. I'm not allergic to this. I've never had anybody else tell me they've had an allergic reaction, but one client did. It's a great product. Just if you can afford it and you want brows, get it. Just do it. And you can say thank you to Elizabeth at <laughs> um,
1: um, That's all I wanted to say. Oh, um, I got a story. <laughs> Tell us a story. You got, you got
2: a, I didn't know them, but I'm older now.
1: I don't, but you do.
2: I do. Um, and it's a funny one that made me laugh really hard. So we have a new sound person working with us. And his name's Chris. Everybody say, hi, Chris. And we were talking about just like our sound in general and you I mean, look, y'all know that when Alex and I first started this podcast, we didn't know shit about sound. If you've been here since the beginning, you know we didn't even use microphones. We also used to just share one set of headphones. So that's where (laughs) we are coming from in terms of sound. But because we're working on our sound, I just started to pay a little bit more attention to everything. And I should also say that for the first time in my life, I actually have nice headphones. Shout out to Beats. Pro Beats, you want to send us some headphones? My girl Shapiro, she could use some. I need them. But having good headphones is fucking life-changing, bro. I'm hearing... I'm hearing songs like I'm hearing them for the first time. I'm gonna tell you my favorite one right now. It's called the Thong Song. Yo, Cisco, I don't know if he won any awards for this song. He maybe should have. There are strings, there are runs. This dude is doing like three different vocal tracks, one on top of the other, about a thong. I do remember there being like violins. Violins, girl, it's all about a thong. Dump, what, what? I'm so impressed by this song. Like I, I'm, I'm mad that I didn't give it its true props before. I'm really upset with myself. So I don't know, Cisco. Sorry that I didn't
1: love you before. She's older now and has good headphones and can appreciate honestly the I fucking
2: don't, thong song. I feel like you just didn't really get the props that you deserve. You were really going for the thong. Let me see that thong, baby. Make your booty go bana bana, baby. Make and now imagine that with like seven runs on top of it girl
1: violins in the background you can hear the ocean waves crashing I'm pretty sure I got a text at like three o'clock in the morning of Elizabeth just losing her fucking shit legit
2: I was losing my mind lose like I wish that I was being facetious right now but I'm gonna put it on as soon as we're finished because it's just like (laughs) there's just so much there's so much depth to such a like silly song that I've listened to so many times and never fully appreciated so I didn't know them, but I'm older now. Spreading the word. Get you some good headphones. It's kind of fun. Like I cried to a Stevie Wonder song the other day, dude. Balling. Balling. I was like, it's so beautiful. Stevie, it's so beautiful. Absurd.
1: You really love Stevie. I love Stevie. Not that I don't love Stevie, but I don't listen to him regularly. No,
2: I love Stevie. Um,
1: Wait, I have not I didn't know them, but I'm older now that you taught me. Yes,
2: I love when you Remember?
1: Elizabeth and I were in the car the other day. She was driving me around, my chauffeur. Mm -hmm. And um, it's (laughs) funny. Us in the car is
2: funny. Um, Because I don't think I'm in the car with anybody else from Brooklyn that often, ever. It just seems
1: like we shouldn't be driving around. Like, we shouldn't be allowed to or something.
2: Yeah. When we're together, we feel like 14-year-olds. Yes.
1: So she taught me, and maybe everyone knows this except for me. Ooh, this is a good one. That there's a little arrow on the little, like, gas
2: meter. Yeah, on your gas tank.
1: Like the little thing on the dash yeah, that tells you where on that car the fucking gas tank is on. There's a little arrow
2: right next to every fucking... Did you all know this? I didn't know. I hope that nobody knew this because I learned this literally on Point. Well, I
1: told Kyle and he was like, yeah, I know that.
2: Fuck you, Kyle. No, you did not know that, Kyle. He never told me. He got in the car and he was like, wait, is my porn playing? (laughs) <laughs> I'm dead.
1: <laughs> have I told that story? I'm pretty sure I did.
2: No, we so we spoke about it earlier today. I don't think you told it. No, I
1: think I might have told it on your Well, anyway, I'm gonna tell you all now because she brought it up.
2: Tell it because I'd never heard that story ever before. Oh my god.
1: Okay, so uh, in the summers, Kyle and I will go to the beach really early. He likes to surf at dawn, so we'll leave at like four thirty in the morning. I'm like half asleep. Cranky. Even though the night before, I'm like, I can't wait to watch the sun come up at the beach. When the morning comes, I'm like, fuck this. I want to stay in bed. But anyway, we get in the car. Kyle goes to hook up his phone to the speaker uh, to play music. And all of a sudden, I just hear slapping and moaning. <gasps> slapping and moaning and it's whatever porn he had watched last he must have like accidentally clicked on it on his phone and it's just coming out so fucking loud through the car speakers at 4 30 in the morning so funny it was so funny hilarious i was dying i have to remind him of this but that was my that had nothing to do with i didn't know them but i'm older now that was just me going on a tangent because it's a good story
2: i like no i just like that you want to talk about your your husband looking at porn in the fucking
1: car I don't think he was looking at it in the car. It must have been at some other point. Maybe. When was he?
2: I mean, okay, look. Looking at porn on your phone, I feel like it's just a different level of commitment that I don't have. It's so teeny tiny. It's so teeny tiny. And it's also, you're like, where are you that this is the only opportunity? Like, it's not a personal event. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you're in public somewhere. It's true. If not in your car, then in, like, you're somewhere where you shouldn't be sneaking this shit.
1: I know. I I should have asked more questions, but I just thought it was too fucking funny. No,
2: because you don't need to know all that. You're no. like, I got the porn pad in the room. It's fine. <laughs> That's his business.
1: Anyway, I hope you guys liked these stories.
2: You guys, send us in stories of accidentally seeing somebody
1: watching porn send us any other brow makeup questions oh send us brow makeup questions or if you use any of these products let us know what you think
2: yes also let us know if you use the new brow because I love people telling me that <gasps> yeah like,
1: or rapid brow
2: or rapid brow also we didn't even say Latisse I gotta throw that in there Latisse is the shit talk to your doctor
1: yeah I have clients who used it and it really does work but I think that's it I think that that's it Oh, and if you want to talk to us about brow stuff, you know where to email us. TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast at gmail.com.
2: You guys can also hit us up on Instagram. We're at TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast. I'm the brown Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Alex Lindley. And that's it. That's it. We love you guys.
1: Love you. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been a COC BK production produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com.